To the Grace Cafe with Dwayne Lynch. Real talk in real times. Real situations with real people. Keeping the perspective on God's grace. Some people have seen where God has brought you from. They don't really understand it. They don't know your story. You cannot imagine pain the trials I've had to pay. You don't know, you don't know my story. You don't know the day he I was at my lowest, at my lowest
bringing me out You think you know, but let me tell it Life and God, thank you for your mercy And you love me Life and faith Oh, how wondrous God is my story Life and faith Upon me You wouldn't believe my real testimony Can't imagine Some people, they walked out on me And they gave up on me Said I wouldn't make it But God broke me out If you only knew You'd understand why I praise like this Come on, can we take it up? perspective. So what people don't or fail to understand is that life with me has been a struggle. It's been a fight. You know, it's been a fight to be a better person today than I was yesterday. <clears throat> be a better person than I was last week. Or even be a better person than I was last year. But situations and people and even the state of our environment being what it is or what they are, it's a fight. While writing, while writing this book, I realized that that fight for me started as a kid. I must have been like six or seven years old. You know? And 
will always say, you know, like, forgive and forget. But what they fail to realize is that forgiving is the easy part. Forgetting is hard. It's very hard. You know, so I fought. I fought through the manifestation. I fought through the madness. I fought through the abuse. That fight through bad decisions. I fought it through committing crimes. I fought it through addiction and I fought it through incarceration. I fought that fight through also family, friends, relationship, stuff, whatever. I just could not give up. I failed, I got up, and I fought. I fought like hell. And by the grace of God, I'm here today. I'm a better man. I got a better heart. I got a better mind. And even though today I'm in a better place, that fight, that fight continues. But today is a good fight. It's a good fight of faith. And I will continue to fight that fight until they take me home. Hit him with a little kettle gospel. Those who wish to follow me. Welcome with my hands And the red sun sinks at last Into the hills of gold And peace to this young warrior Without the sound What's up, family? Welcome back to the Grace Cafe Where we talk about real stuff in real times Real situations with real people for keeping their perspective on God's grace. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this episode is very, 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 very special to me. Um, and it's special to me because in this episode, I get to promote, I get to talk about my latest project, my paperback book of transform god changed my suit and um but before i even jump into that let's uh be led in the word of prayer father god in heaven father of our lord and savior jesus christ in the mighty name of jesus and through the blood of jesus lord we come before your throne of grace first of all to say thank you lord god thank you for another day god Thank you for another opportunity, God, to open our eyes and witness your grace and your mercy, your love and your kindness, Lord God. Lord, with everything that's going on in the world, we, we thank you for your peace, Lord God. We, we thank you for your blessings and we ask that you just settle our hearts, Lord, to know and understand, God, that everything that we will ever need that you have already taken care of, you have already provided for 
And so, Lord God, as we go through this podcast today, God, I ask that you lead my heart, that you lead my mind, that you lead my mouth, Lord God, to say what it is that you have to say to the people, Lord God. I ask that the Holy Spirit just lead me and guide me into all truth as we talk today, Lord God. Father God, we pray for our leaders. We pray for those that are in authority. We pray for this country as a whole, Lord God. And we ask that you just settle our hearts and settle our minds, Lord God, in your peace. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And like I said, um, this episode is very, very special to me because, you know, I actually have a, a published paperback of my book. I've been trying to do this for years, but, you know, I finally got it done, praise God. So the, you know, the shutdown and the pandemic has actually been a blessing to me. It has been a, you know, it has, you know, been helpful to me because I've been able to focus and do things of that nature. Now, um, since we're talking about my books, I think the it, it's only right that the topic today be transformation. So in celebration of the book, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about transformation. We're talking about change. Whichever word you want to use is kind of the same thing, but then it's really not the same thing. You know, I know this because, you know, depending on who we are or where we come from, change can be really hard. Some people can say that, you know, change was easy for them, but I beg to differ because I, you know, you know, I had to, I had to do some drastic change. I had to do, I had to be totally transformed from one mindset to the next mindset, to a better mindset. And so, you know, I, I mean, I really know this because as I wrote this book and as I, you know, rewrote it, what I had to do was I had to go back to my childhood and I had to, you know, think of things and trace my steps back through my life and I realized that and you know in writing this book I realized that coming up I always wanted things to change I always wanted to change but you know the thing was that in in those situations or whatever um, there was always a pre-existing situation or pre-existing circumstance that threatened to either stop it or to, you know, uh, prevent it. And so you know, transfor transformation or change, it varies from person to person. Everybody's change or transformation is different because we're walking our own journeys. We're leading our own individual lives. And so but what I do know is that change and that transformation is actually possible. 
Now, what I want to say now is that it took me, it took me five years to write this book. And then it took me another year to revise it. And, you know, what I came up with was is that every word, you know, after I wrote it and then I had to go back over it and read it again. And, and with every word, I realized that my change was really difficult. And, but let me read, uh, let me read the definition of transformation for you guys real quick. And then we'll get back into this. Now, um, <clears throat> transformation is defined as to make a thorough or drastic change in form, appearance, or character. That's a big word right there. Or character of. Synonyms for transformation is change, alter, convert, metamorphose, transfigure, transmute, mutate, revolutionize, overhaul, and remodel. And, you know, with those words, we know that you know that that those words are words that define uh, moving from one place to another place. So moving from one mindset to another mindset, and so um, but in 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 reading the definition of transformation, we understand that we understand that transformation uh, involves a process and that process for many and some takes time but even today I know even today I know I see people all the time and I know that you know my change is evident but I see people all the time and Sometimes the look on their face tells me that they do not see what God has done in me. You know what they see? They see what they remember about me from my old life. And I have to just, you know, in those situations, I have to keep pushing because I have the option. I have the choice, you know, because transformation is about a choice. You have a choice whether to go right or you have a choice to go left. And so, um, you know, years ago, while I was in treatment, I was, uh, and this was when, you know, everything started to turn around for me. And I believe that, you know, a word from God is, you know, a word from God is a, uh, is, the open door to transformation or changing your life. And that scripture was, and I'm going to read it from the book. Um, that scripture was Romans 12 verses 1 and 2. And Romans 12, 1 and 2 says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And then it says, 
do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I mean, just from that scripture right there, we understand that transformation comes from a change in thinking. You know, I had, this is where it started at for me. I had to change my thinking. I had to change the way I saw things, you know, and, uh, but it, it was the open door for my transformation, just seeing that if I really wanted things to change, then I had to change my mind. I had to do new thinking. I had to do different thinking, better thinking, right? Romans, I mean, um, 2 Corinthians five seventeen tells us this. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Um, I think one translation says that he is a new creation, which means that he is being created over. He's being created new. It says that old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Transformation is not, I think something that we have to understand is transformation is not predicated on where we are at any given time. I think transformation is predicated on where we're going or where we intend to end up or, you know, um, you know, change, change your thinking and you can change your life. I've been hearing that for a couple of years and, you know, we, we say things because it sounds good to say, you know, we say different things because we heard somebody else say it. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you change your thinking, then you change your life. It's like, you know, whatever you putting in your mind and in your heart, that's what's going to come out. So, um, my transformation is that, um, that's what I want people to understand is that my transformation came with my changing, you know, a change in my thinking, you know, um, in reflecting over my, over my life, I could see that every bad decision was preceded by bad thinking. Every thing that I did that wasn't right, it was preceded by a bad thought or bad thinking. You know, um, before writing this book, you know, I'm, I've been in a lot of places. and But before writing this book, things that went on in my life or things that I was a part of, I constantly would... The past, I just would push out of my mind. I would get drunk. I would get high. And just, to, just, just to forget certain things. And, you know, I literally refused. I just refused to deal with certain things that happened in my life. Now, that mindset had me, in most cases, stuck in my transformation. There was no way I could change. And I was still, you know dwelling on those things and not really dealing with them or, or trying to change them, you know, pushing them out, you know, just pushing them down and, 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 you know, just, just, just not dealing with it. 
it had me stuck in my transformation. And then, um, you know, I, I gave my life to Christ. And, you know, once I gave my life to Christ, you know, things started happening when I took this whole thing seriously. You know, things just started happening. And, I'm, you know, I'm never going to forget this. There is no way I can forget how I ended up writing this book. You know, um, you know, I had gotten saved. I had, came, I came home, and I was attached myself to church. And one Sunday, I walked in church, and 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 let me say that that Sunday that I walked in church, my life was kind of like, even though I was in church, I, my life was kind of like in turmoil. I was, uh, I was, um, I was emotional wreck. I was a spiritual wreck, even though it looked on the outside that things were okay. But um, one Sunday I walked in church and, you know, um, I used to walk and I, I used to walk the mother of our church to her car at the church. And the mother of our church was um, Mother Bernetta Jones. And she, this particular Sunday, she's, she said, come here. She called everybody, baby. She said, come here, baby. Walk me to my car. And I said, yes, ma'am. And so we were walking. And she, when we got close to the door, she stopped and she said, um, baby, I had a dream about you last night. And then she said, you know, she said, it's time for you to write a book. Now, I heard her. I heard her and I respected her and I received what she did. But the thing was, is that I didn't start on the book right then. It took me a minute to, you know, it took me a minute to even start because for one, after we talked and I thought over my life, I just, at that time, I just could not bring myself to put my life down on paper. I couldn't do that. And so, you know, shame caused me to, you know, to procrastinate, right? I, could, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I wanted to, and, you know, I believe that, you know, she was telling me what God had spoken to her, but just thinking about it, I was like, man, I can't, I can't do this. I can't put my life down on paper, you know? And so, um, time went on and a couple of months later, I was supporting one of my minister friends on a, on a, um, on a radio, on a internet radio show. And while we were in that, on that show, one of the producers just looked at me and said, write the book. And it surprised me, it caught me off guard, but I was like, excuse me, and she just said, write the book. Now, even though they, it, it caught me off guard, I took that as, I took that as this was what God wanted me to do. So I started writing and I started thinking 
And then as I started writing and I started thinking, I thought to myself, I mean, you know, how do I write this book? I mean, I don't even, you know, I, I mean, I don't even know, I don't even know where to start, you know? So what I did was I went and prayed. I asked God, God, how do you, you know, you want me to do this, but how do I do this? You know, I, I mean, where do I, God, where do I even start? And it came right back to me that I should start at the, at the beginning. So, you know, at that time, I was on my way to the Dominican Republic for vacation. And, you know, over that weekend, you know, I was, I, I just happened to be sitting in my room and I started thinking, right? Now, you know, I had my materials and I was thinking about what to write. You know, and it came to me, a situation came to me that, you know, I don't, I don't know, I must have been like six or seven years old, right? But I had this babysitter that used to molest me and she, she, um, she used to molest me all the time until my mother caught her one day and, you know, I realized you know, when that thought came, when that when that memory came to me, I said to myself that this is where it all began. This is where things just, you know, I don't I don't remember remember anything before that time, but I remember this babysitter. I remember, you know, what she used she was she used to do to me and I remember my mother catching her. You know, and so I realized that this is where it all began. This is where the enemy started attacking me. I was a child, but I understood that. So that weekend, with that thought, I just began to write. I mean, I, one one particular day out of my vacation, I did not come out my room, period. I didn't come out for anything. I didn't come out to eat. I didn't come out to go anywhere else I stayed in my room and I wrote you know I just wrote and I started writing with that story you know I started writing with that story and I, I look I promise you that as I started writing that story every word with every word it just got harder with every memory it just got harder and it took me five years to work through specific points in my life, you know. I, and as I wrote, I got to keep it a hundred. It hurt. A lot of places hurt. A lot of things hurt. But, you know, I'm, I felt like this is what God wants me to do, so this is what I'm going to do. So, you know, things had happened to me. I had done things that I just wasn't proud of. I wasn't proud of them. And I, I, for real, for real, for real, I didn't want anybody to know. And that's being real and honest about the situation. You know, um, shame, I mean, 
as I was writing, as I wrote this book, shame showed up a ton of times. It just kept showing up, showing up, showing up, showing up. I get into certain points and I get to certain areas in my life and, I, and, and the shame would just overtake me and I would put it down and I wouldn't pick it up for days or sometimes weeks. And so it took me five years, you know, um, to write this book. And in that, in that five years, I asked myself over and over again, do you really want people to know this stuff? Do you really want to put this stuff down on paper? And sometimes I just, you know, it took me, it took me time to even work back up to it a lot of times. And then I would pray and then, you know, but I just, I just kept going. I kept going and five years passed and I finally finished. But then I realized that, you know, what I realized at some point was this book or writing this book was not, it wasn't never about me. Writing this book was about, you know, I, it, it was about sharing my life was for all the people that are struggling and going some, through some of the same things. Because, we, you know, sometimes I think we think that because we're going through a certain type of thing that nobody else is going, this is your specific problem and nobody else is going through it. But then, I, you know, God let me know that it's, you know, it's there. we're more alike than different when it comes to things like that. And he just let me know that, you know, somebody somewhere is going through the same things that you went through and you have to help them, you know? Um, so, I mean, today it's done and I am actually, I'm proud of this accomplishment, you know? I'm thankful and I'm proud that it, you know, I'm so thankful and I'm so proud of this book that if God were to take me home today or tomorrow, it would be all good for me. It would be all good for me, but I know he's not, I mean, I know it's not my time. I know it's, there are things that God has in store for me to do. I just turned, I mean, I'm getting ready to turn in, in two months. I'm turning 54 years old and I bless God because a lot of people did. I was talking to my God brother the other day and we were talking about, you know, like people had counted us out. They had, they had us dead or locked up for, you know, before we were 18 or, or you know, or in jail for life. They had, they counted us out. And you know what? Though we we've been to a ton of funerals, and we and and you gotta wonder, you know, you know that your life was different than a lot of people's, and you just gotta think why, you know, why am I still here? You know, I mean, that person wasn't as as bad as me, so why am I still here? But you gotta look at it in the sense, man, that if 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 God if you're still here, then God got something for you to do. Amen. So, um, 
but that for all the pain and all the sorrow and all the disappointment and the shame, you know, if if I was to go home today, all that stuff will have served a it would have it would have served a purpose for the greater good. You know what I'm saying? For the greater good of someone else. And I'm just grateful for this book. I'm grateful. This project has been a blessing to me, so I can be a blessing to somebody else. That's how I see it. You know, um, uh, I'm going to bring this to a close, but, um, you know, we got, we got a lot of things going on in this country right now. And, you know, I... I mean, I, I just don't know when we're not going, you know, you know, a lot of, a lot of people or a lot of, you know, preachers or whatever, they say something's coming, something's coming. And they always say something's coming. But I've come to the realization that something is always coming. But that doesn't matter. What comes, comes. It's how you deal with what comes that makes all the difference in the world. We got, you know, we got racism problems. We got death and disease and all these kind of things going on. But God is still God. You feel me? He's still God. And he's still done something for us, Lord. Oh, God. He's done something for us that we can bypass all of this nonsense, everything that's going on. Next week, we're gonna talk about mass incarceration. And we're gonna talk about that because there's a spirit in this country that's been in this country since, you know, I don't know how long, and it has to stop. Our black men are being killed. They're being locked up for nothing. We got all of this stuff going on. And, and, you know, the thing is, is that when things like the things that are going on right now, you sometimes, and don't, don't act like I don't know what I'm talking about. You tend to think, where is God at? And if you listen or keep listening to this podcast, I'll, I can, I can, I can um, offer suggestions on how to see him because I've seen him. And if you, if you go, I encourage you to go and pick up this book. You can get it on Amazon. You can either, you can pick up the, the paperback or you can get an e-copy and you all you have to do is just put in the title or put in my name and it'll come up and you can also go to my website DwayneLynch.com. I feel so good about all of this stuff it's just crazy but I have my own website and you can you know on the website you can you know go for the you know you can buy the book from the website It'll take you straight to the Amazon site. You can also listen to these podcasts on my website. So 
I will share, you know, I'll um, share more next week. But I want to thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Grace Cafe. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Grace Cafe. Join us next week for the Grace Cafe. God bless. Searching my mind